Hey everyone, and welcome to Scrambling with Dylan Otto, a podcast where the listeners can hear, learn, and laugh about my life in the golf world and other numerous topics with guests on the show. Tune in every week for insight and enjoy the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Scrambling with Donato, featuring San Diego State University golfer Steve Sugimoto. Steve, welcome. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Yeah, yeah, man. So, how you been? You've been good lately and stuff. Yeah, I mean, we just came off the best week. Yeah, um, coming off a win. Yeah, heck yeah, man! Congratulations. Thank you so much, and um, yeah, we're just getting ready for the next few next few tournaments. And we're trying to ride the momentum. Awesome, man. Yeah, speaking of, uh, you guys won the Southwestern Invitational, uh, shooting a team score of 10 over for three rounds at North Ranch Country Club. Congratulations, man. I mean, let's kind of talk about that a little bit. And uh, what was was the preparation like for your team and the mindset going into that tournament? Yeah, um, well, we had three qualifying rounds. And um, first two days, obviously, beautiful in San Diego. Mm -hmm. But the third round, we had extreme Santa Ana wins so I feel like that prepared us extremely well for the wins that we saw at North Ranch Mm -hmm. even just one round can help you prepare for that tournament Mm -hmm. and I feel like we I think we just we just knew what to expect and uh, we put on put out a good score obviously yeah seriously I mean um, you guys played in some absolutely crazy conditions and stuff and uh, for the listeners that don't know the southwestern invitational was on the golf channel so it was televised and a lot of big teams there pepperdine was the host team um kind of talk about uh what was your your team's mindset and stuff kind of going into the game or into the tournament and stuff um you knew it was kind of going to be some tough weather and everything uh what were your coaches and stuff telling you yeah um well we felt like we were a little bit dis- disrespected from the um like the rankings that we saw, mm-hmm. uh, preseason rankings, yeah. coaches poll, whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, we felt we were a little disrespected. We obviously lost a couple guys um, transferring, but mm-hmm. we yeah. felt like we were still t- at the top. And um, so we, we had that little chip on our shoulder coming into the tournament. And yeah. my, and coach, coach Donovan, mm-hmm. uh, my coach, mm-hmm. he was preaching, why not us the whole week? Yeah. And yeah, we kind of fed into that. Yeah. And I mean, like you're saying that raking and stuff, I mean, um, they kind of probably fed the fire for you guys and talk about were you guys excited to be competing together since it's, it had been, you know, just about a year since you guys had been able to compete together. Um, I mean, I, I guess you guys were just itching to get out there and get after it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It was, I mean, we were riding a momentum in the spring, last spring, uh, in March when we were, when the season got canceled mm-hmm. yeah so it felt like it felt like it just kind of slipped away be, not because it was i mean out of our control obviously yeah of course right we were just itching to get out there like you said mm-hmm. and um it was really fun and we were just happy to be out there yeah yeah and that's it's just it's just nice being able to compete any it seems like nowadays and stuff with the COVID and everything and all the procedures um being able to compete is just something awesome you're able to do nowadays talk about i had said uh that the tournament was televised it was on the golf channel and stuff um what was it like playing in front of cameras uh was there any added pressure or anything like that i mean what what were you feeling you definitely felt that i definitely felt (laughs) it the last day like oh yeah 
I mean, we were we were coming back on Arizona State, mm-hmm. um, yeah, kind of late in the back nine, mm-hmm. and you know the cameras are gonna follow you too. Exactly um, right. And then we you had guy golf channel guys on the side like mm-hmm. trying to tell you where you're at. And yeah. <laughs> so you you kind of have to lock in, and basically my mindset was. Um, to not embarrass myself on TV. Oh, right. <laughs> well, hey, I, mean, I, I, I don't was, think I you did. Never, no, no, no. It was, it worked out well, but um, I, uh, I've never been more nervous. Really? Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, a, it was a new experience for me. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, and I think it was a great experience for the team, um, because we know that nationals are going to be televised mm-hmm. if we get there. If we're lucky enough to get there. Yeah. And. Uh, our um, tournament at Paso Tiempo is going to be televised as well on Golf Channel. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that that definitely prepares us for the future. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, that's an experience not a lot of uh, college golfers get, you know, and um, it's just so fun watching college golf on TV. So that's so awesome. You guys were able to not only get in the tournament, but I mean, to have that tournament televised and everything, that's so awesome. Yeah. I'm glad we were able to put on a little show. <laughs> Heck yeah, man. Like it was just, it was so fun. I watched all three days of it. Um, speaking of the three rounds and stuff, you guys played in some absolutely brutal conditions. Kind of talk about the conditions and how it went uh, per round. Yeah. So first round, um, it was like, it was, must've been 25 to 30 miles per hour. Mm-hmm. Obviously the first day it's going to, the, the wind, I mean, the pins are going to be, easier right so, yeah uh-huh. but you still had to manage around the course um just had to keep it in play you know like it's a little bit tight there mm-hmm. um conditions are pure so mm-hmm. keep it in play uh you're not gonna you're not gonna make a whole lot of big numbers so mm-hmm. yeah my mindset was just no doubles the whole week and then uh, second round was beautiful mm-hmm. perfect day uh southern california weather that was the day you had to take advantage um I didn't do that, but yeah, well, that's all right. That's why why you have a team. Yeah. 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 My team, my team, um, helped me out there that, that day. And the third day was brutal because it was opposite winds, but Mm. just as, just as hard. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you saw a completely different course and the pins are tucked in some kind of ridiculous places Uh and it was fun. Definitely. It was three different days of or three three different days of different golf I guess yeah no kidding and I mean not just only your guys's tournament had crazy conditions um I know there was another tournament in Arizona that University of San Diego was playing at and it was snowing like yeah I saw that that was crazy insane so like I mean it sounded it just seemed like California there was just some insane weather so um how did you feel uh your game was able to kind of perform in those kind of conditions the first day being windy second day was okay um it was kind of a fair day and third day it was just totally opposite winds I mean do you feel like your game travels well in wind or kind of how do you feel um it's a learning process you know like mm-hmm. um like I said during qualifying we were able to play that one day in extreme wind in the Santa Ana winds and then so I felt like that prepared me for the first round and the third round mm-hmm. um and obviously from first round to second round to third round you have to make a little adjustment on how you're going to play the course right uh-huh. um so I'm still learning like it's never going to be perfect so yeah that's how I go about it of course yeah um how how did your mindset change from day to day um considering the conditions were tougher was 
you were you considering i know every golfer wants to make birdies and stuff but i mean were pars good some days and i mean kind of talk about that a little bit what at what times yeah yeah um pars are great bogeys are fine Mm -hmm. doubles hurt but they won't kill you Mm -hmm. out there because everyone's everyone's making over par scores right um so pars obviously you're looking for birdies but you're not going to force any Mm -hmm. Um, yeah forcing is no good yeah so be patient till the par fives come if a birdie opportunity comes on a par four take it obviously Mm -hmm. um you just have to be really patient out there and attack when you can yeah um that's a that's a great mindset because then like you said you don't want to force birdie putts especially when you guys are coming down the stretch and everything like that. Speaking of which, uh, you guys were seven shots back. You were in third place, you know, behind a couple of teams and you were chasing Arizona State ultimately at, towards the end of the third day. What were your coaches telling you and stuff? I mean, do, were you guys aware of, you know, it was kind of a dogfight out there? I mean, kind of talk about that and what you felt in the moment. Yeah, I had, I mean, I, I was kind of on my own the whole week. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. Coach Donovan was on, was with uh, either Pruitt or Zihau. Mm-hmm. and coach Emmerich was on was with Joey more and mm-hmm. um so I kind of had to check the phone a little bit um yeah had some guys tell me that we're watching and then yeah like coming down the stretch uh I had like I said the golf channel guys telling me where I'm at yeah uh <laughs> what were they what were, what were they saying to you were they just like hey you know you you know, you have a couple, she has a couple shots back. I mean, what were they saying exactly? Oh, yeah, yeah. On, um, I think it was 15, mm-hmm. well, 15, the final day, I uh, piped a drive down the middle after I three-putted. He's like, all right, you're, your team's one back and your score's counting. I'm okay. like, great. Like, okay. sweet. Like, I'm at a par five, uh-huh. um, downwind, uh, like, just piped it just in. piped a drive let's go yeah 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 frustrations are gone i'm like even though like i three-putted mm-hmm. like you just got to focus on the next shot yeah make sure nothing's you don't do anything stupid yeah um kind of keep the car so clean yeah. you know kind of like you're saying don't make you don't want to make any doubles because those are hard to come back and um right like you said because i was i was at a par five mm-hmm. um, yeah get the fairway on a par five drive a par five and you really don't want to screw that up. That's, that's just like, I, that's just, it's kind of tough that, I mean, obviously your coaches weren't around. They were kind of going with other teammates, but um, the golf channel guy telling you, I mean, what were you thinking? I mean, right after that, you said you kind of regained focus. What was your goal with those last couple holes? Were you like, let's just try and play one under, let's try and, you know, what, what were you thinking? Where was your goal? Um, At the time I knew I was, I was either tied with Yosef for the day or one ahead, something like that. The fourth score that's going to be counted. Yeah. And um, I just thought if I made a couple birdies coming in, I can help the team out. Mm-hmm. Um, so birdie 15, like showed a few, showed a little emotion on 16 when I made my birdie putt. Yeah. Heck yeah. Um, so it was, it was pretty exciting and it was fun. Kind of lost um, a little bit of consciousness. Uh, really? <laughs> felt really nervous uh-huh. to be honest. And, but I, I hit I hit like some good shots under pressure, so that felt really good. Yeah, and I mean, like you said, you were feeling the nerves and stuff. Um, what's something that you kind of rely on when you get in those really high pressure situations? Do you kind of rely on your routine? Do you rely on kind of do you do something that just calms you down, or what is that? Yeah, um, I definitely try to stick to my routine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
that makes me the most comfortable. Deep breaths obviously help. Uh, back to my routine, like I, I know I've hit, let's say seven iron on this par three a million times mm-hmm. on the range. Like I can do it under pressure just fine. Yeah. Um, that's the mindset I had. Like even on driver on 18, I was extremely nervous. Um, how, like hard as pounding uh-huh. the camera in my face. And, yeah. <laughs> Cause I don't want to screw it up. And, um, but really you just focus on your routine, focus on your process, make sure everything's good. And then you swing as hard as you can and it should go straight. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh, if, if, you, if you check all the boxes in your routine. Right. Yeah. So that's how I went about it. Yeah. I think, I think that's something great that not only division one athletes or any college athletes, um, you know, just even the weekend warrior, you know, if they're, you know, if they playing a game or some sticking to your routine is something that is so good to lean on because you've done it almost every time you hit a golf shot and you just, it kind of slows everything down and you can kind of refocus. Yeah. And it's something I've had to work on. Um, and I'm still working on, but mm-hmm. I've been told to not so not be so worried about the outcome. Mm -hmm. and be worried about the process so yeah that's how i've been trying to improve yeah kind of be kind of be where your feet are there's a guy on our team that um shout out to griffin pace i hope he's listening i don't know if you know griffin but um, i know griffin yeah i see him all the time at san diego country club oh yeah he's out there all the time but uh yeah that's kind of his that's kind of his motto is kind of be where your feet are and i think that's something great anybody should really kind of do shout out griffin yeah, shout out to Griffin. Yeah. If you're above the hole, you just gotta you just gotta play defense out there. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Or if, or if you're pin high, you ha- you gotta like aim really high above the hole. Let it just die to the hole. Mm-hmm. Can't really try to make it. If it goes in, great. Yeah. Um, you but just you're really just hoping focus- for a two putt. <laughs> yeah, you're hoping for a two putt. Um, you're hoping for good speed. That's all, that's really what I focused on. Good speed. Mm-hmm. Um, if I if I run it, run it by a little bit, it'll be an uphill putt. So just got to give you, put yourself in good positions there. Yeah. I mean, there was a couple, even some putts that I saw, um, there was uh Sean, you, I think it might've been the first round or second round or something, but he had, I can't even remember the hole, but I mean, he was kind of above the hole and he hit his putt and he just kept going, going all the way to the front edge of the green. It's just like, yeah, out there, you do not want to be above the pin. It yeah, looks like. yeah, definitely not. It's not fun. Yeah, no kidding. Um, So you finished 18. You're kind of watching your teammates come through and you're kind of you're able to kind of know what the, where the team's at. When you saw your teammate make the last birdie putt on the last hole, what was that feeling like knowing you guys had won the tournament and what did it mean for you guys? Yeah, I mean, um, we knew we won the tournament once Yosef hit that fairway on 18. You know, we knew that like Yosef needed bogey and then David Pooj needed eagle, mm-hmm. which was pr- pr- highly unlikely to happen. Yeah. So when Yosef made that putt, it was just the cherry on top, you know? Yeah. Um, that birdie at the end. Um, finished in pretty, style too. <laughs> yeah. Finishing in style. Um, Yosef being the character he is, he's hilarious. I smile on his face. So it's really, it was really fun. Yeah. That was just really funny whenever he made that putt and, you know, he's just like, let's go, you know, he's yeah. just all pumped. That's so funny. Um, yeah, it's, it's good to see him succeed and have the attention that he got. Yeah. And plus it's, it's just, I don't care, you know, what team it is. It's always fun to be on a winning team and, um, and, and do something special like that. And especially with that tournament, that's just so awesome for you. Yeah. Guys. That was the first team win I've been a part of. Mm-hmm. Um, my team's won before, but I wasn't in the lineup then. Okay. Uh, this is the first one I've won mm-hmm. while in the lineup. So 
and to get to do it on national TV was incredible. Yeah, that's there's not a, there's really not a bigger I mean besides obviously you know NCAA championship or something but that's kind of one of the bigger stages is to do it on national TV and stuff and especially with how big and competitive the field was. We knew what we were up against. Um, we knew it was going to be tough, mm-hmm. but felt like we were ready. Um, we were obviously itching to get out there, like we mentioned before, and yeah. take advantage of the opportunity. Yeah, that's awesome, man. And once again, congratulations on that. Um, what does it mean for your team to get this win? Potentially, is it going to build momentum for you guys for the rest of the season and stuff? Kind of talk about what it meant for you guys. Yeah, I mean, confidence, I think. Um, yeah. Confidence is huge in college golf. Mm-hmm. and can ride that momentum that we got from uh, the coverage and um, winning the tournament to the next tournaments coming coming up and um, yeah yeah they're probably gonna they're probably gonna look at you guys obviously a little different you're gonna come in one of those tournaments with you know kind of a chip on your shoulder like you were saying but it's gonna be a lot more confidence and uh, it just feeds the fire even more for you guys yeah just definitely and there. I also want to add like our team chemistry is gonna improve Mm-hmm. because of this like everyone's gonna be more focused everyone's gonna even the guys not in the lineup they're gonna want to be in the lineup even more now so uh-huh. so it's gonna be extremely competitive and it's gonna be extremely fun we're gonna take a quick break to get a word in from our sponsors exactly yeah and I, i'd like to kind of dive in not just with the rest of the team at san diego state but um just kind of sdsu overall kind of talk about how did you get to san diego state and uh, what was it like getting recruited by them and stuff yeah, I mean, I grew up, I was born and raised in San Diego. Mm-hmm. So um, obviously I knew about San Diego State. Of course, yeah. I wasn't sure if I was ever going to go there, but Evan Emmerich recruited me mm-hmm. uh, and definitely helped me. He was the reason that I came over to San Diego State. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of got a late start in high school. Uh, I was playing baseball up until sophomore year of high school. So oh, wow. okay. I, didn't play much, I didn't play much golf. Uh-huh. Uh but once once I hit sophomore year I uh, baseball really focused on golf uh, mm-hmm. wanting to become a D1 athlete. Yeah. And so Evan always kept an eye on me mm-hmm. because I have an older brother that also played in college. Okay. So his like his name kind of helped me out yeah, a little bit that's get my nice. name out there. Yeah. So that's how I kind of ended up at San Diego State. And the school is great. Mm-hmm. Um coach Donovan's great, coach Emmerich's great. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I can't imagine myself anywhere else. Yeah, that's, and that's awesome. It's nice to go to a big, you know, big golf program like that, where they've had a a lot of success and stuff like that. Um, Just not only San Diego State, but what other schools were you talking to that you were getting recruited? Um, I had three other offers. Okay. Uh, USD, Mm -hmm. uh, another local school, Oregon State and USC kind of last minute. Okay. And USC is where my brother went. Got for his it. last two years in college. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Coach Zambri kind of reached out at the end. Coach Rehorn at uh, Oregon State. Mm-hmm. I was talking to him a lot. It's kind of between those two schools at the end, mm-hmm. Oregon State and SDSU. And I just, I mean, Oregon, Corvallis, I visited Corvallis. It was great. Yeah. But in the end, like, I couldn't imagine myself living I can imagine myself moving out of San Diego. So. Yeah, I mean, San Diego is so beautiful. I mean, it's just hard to it's hard to move from there. I bet. Yeah, it's it's paradise out here. 
Yeah. And plus, I mean, I'm sure you guys play um, kind of the same courses you probably played grew- growing up and stuff also. Or- um, well, I kind of grew up in North County, San Diego, Rancho oh, Bernardo. Okay. Is oh, yeah. There. Rancho Bernardo. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah so that's so. where poor Zach's out of, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I see poor Zach all the time. Um, Sweet. I, I practiced at a Bernardo Heights Country Club since I was little. So. Oh, OK. Nice. Nice. Do you? So um, I see poor Zach a lot. Oh, awesome. Cool. Do you, uh, do you work with him at all? Or do you have kind of your own swing coach and stuff? Or? No, I work with uh, Chris Mason. He's at Madera. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, Chris Mason. In Poway. It's kind of close by, mm-hmm. uh, which is really nice. And I guess the other thing about San Diego state is that you're cl- I was, I was able to be close to my coach, my swing coach, mm-hmm. um, and work with him whenever I wanted in person. So that was one of the factors too. Mm-hmm. Nice. And I guess I haven't I hadn't played the, the courses that we play uh, at school a whole lot, but I was familiar with them. Mm-hmm. Well, and then also, I mean, it seems like any golf course in San Diego is kind of up and down, elevation change and stuff like that. So, I mean, they're kind of, uh, every course is different, don't get me wrong, but I'm sure they kind of have the somewhat same characteristics, right? Yeah, I mean, yes and no, I guess. Uh, to play San Diego Country Club. Uh, yeah, a lot fair. whenever mm-hmm. we want yeah greens are nice deangulation and we also get to play barona which is more like a link style course oh okay more firm you know mm-hmm. so we get to see like the different types of golf courses even in san diego which is nice mm-hmm. nice nice awesome um now i kind of would like to talk about uh how have your years at sdsu been both individually and team wise um i have a couple stats and stuff right here your freshman year was 2017 to 2018. You started in the lineup, played seven out of nine events, ended the season with a scoring average of 73.38. Kind of talk about your freshman year a little bit. That was your first year from, uh, you know, high school, junior golf, all that stuff. What was it like? Yeah, obviously you're a little intimidated going into freshman year of college. <laughs> of course, um, yeah. You don't know what to expect. You don't know how you're going to perform with the team. Mm-hmm. It took me a couple tournaments to even – sniff the lineup mm-hmm. like after the first qualifier i wasn't sure if i was ever going to make the lineup because i played but really you just like it just takes a, a little bit of time to adjust to mm-hmm. the to the college life and that i was able to crack the lineup for a majority of the year which is really nice and i think it helped me grow yeah it's going to make you a better player and stuff too i mean you're competing with the guys on the team um kind of talk about what was the team like your freshman year and um the some of the guys on the team yeah so we had the we had like two standout seniors that year mm-hmm. dj samir and uh blake abercrombie yeah blake abercrombie and, yeah and they really like took me under their wing and kind of guided me like le- like let me practice with them played with them a bunch um so we were able, able to create a bond there and breed me mm-hmm nice that somebody was able to kind of show you the way and Blake Abercrombie's a very nice guy as well so yeah he's great he's great and PJ Mm -hmm. was obviously a great player um yeah all four years at San Diego State so and he just came off of winning the Cal-Am that year so oh nice um yeah it was it was a good experience um and I was lucky to be teammates with him yeah definitely like um we kind of had a brand new roster that year sophomore year Mm -hmm. my sophomore year and um I kind of had to step up knowing that the two two leaders are gone mm-hmm. uh, yeah 
kind of do your coaches kind of look to you a little bit more for since you kind of had a year of experience or how'd that go? I felt like internally I had to step up, take on a bigger role for sure. Like I, I was playing as the five guy most of the year, freshman mm-hmm. year. Okay. I knew that like usually like the role of the five five man is to like keep the lineup steady, you know. Yeah, yeah. Of uh, you don't have to go the lowest, but just play um, play solid so in case the yeah, kind of, the guys in yeah, the top of like the lineup as an insurance policy kind of yeah yeah of course yeah that's a good that's pretty good to say right there oh just a couple stats for sophomore year you ended the season with a scoring average of 73 um made six appearances two individual appearances so you were kind of the same golf and stuff you're that's that's solid golf once again going into your first couple years of college and stuff um your junior year was two, 2019 to 2020 obviously this past year um, yeah. You played some really good golf. You won the CSU San Marcos Invitational, shooting eight under for three rounds. Um, had a scoring average of seventy-two. I mean, what was that season, and how did it feel like for you? Junior year last year um, it was it kind of started off rocky. Uh, I mean, obviously our team is extremely competitive, so yeah. um, there's obviously going to be times where you're, you're kind of the odd man out. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't play well in qualifying that week. You're kind of kicked out of the lineup you know like and you also get forced into a bunch of playoffs that also helps help me like grow as a as a golfer i guess mm-hmm. and um when at san marcos was uh, kinda, it was it was really relief like more relief because mm-hmm. i wasn't sure if i was improving enough or because yeah. i wasn't seeing the results kind of, i guess mm-hmm. um that i wanted to so that that win kind of helped me feel like yeah uh, I'm doing the right things. Just got to keep working harder. Yeah. Uh, just trust the process. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. Process. I remember that tournament. Um, I, I played for Sonoma state and we were actually in that tournament. And, um, I remember it was just blowing out there and it was freezing cold that tournament days before it got canceled. So, and we, our team finished second in the tournament behind Arizona state actually. It's pretty funny. Oh, wow. um, so we were, we were gaining momentum going into the last part of spring mm-hmm. into conference regionals nationals um and we felt we were one of the best teams in the country yeah so it was it was really demoralizing i guess um, yeah that's just that's that's just tough man we heard the news we were all together it was a weird time everyone was everyone was obviously pissed off and yeah of course kind of yeah we did, we just spent our last week together. Everyone kind of dispersed uh, a few weeks later. Mm, got um, it. So it's kind of like an empty feeling. No kidding. I mean, it, it's just like you're all together. You were playing so well, and then boom, that's it, done. Nobody's around. Yeah. Can't do anything. Yeah, we did hang out like the last week together, but mm-hmm. um, it was kind of weird to say goodbye in the middle of March. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, when you're like, we weren't uh, expecting it. Should we be playing a tournament? <laughs> Yeah. yeah so yeah that's terrible man and um yeah I, I it's just terrible for every student athlete out there that you know they didn't take the extra year and stuff um with it being your senior year this year are you going to consider taking that extra year after this year or what are your plans yeah so i've already decided that i want to come back um, sweet my fifth year good yeah a bunch of uncertainty with q school mm-hmm. um i feel like it could, it could another year could help me with my development since I kind of started late in high school, I feel, yeah. I still feel like I'm a little behind. Uh, so mm-hmm. um, I feel like another year can help me. 
Awesome. Tell me a, a lot. Yeah. yeah, good man, good. How does how do the other guys on the team feel? Do are they going to take the extra year too, or do you know a couple of your teammates feel like they're going to just kind of move on? What do what do they feel like? Well, uh, I think I think a few of them are thinking about coming back too. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Puit. You play. I I live with Puit uh, mm-hmm. and four other guys, so six total in the house, mm-hmm. and um, we're all on the team, and we all practice together. We go play together every day. Nice and. Um, just watching him play uh, makes you better. Like seeing how he plays, um, mm-hmm. it's really beneficial for for us, us the team, and even the freshmen that we don't see a whole lot because of COVID this year. But right, yeah. when we do play with them, then they can learn from him as well. Mm-hmm. Nice. And um, whenever you're playing alongside Pew and stuff, um, what's it like? watching his game and then do you learn stuff from his game that translate to yours or kind of how does that go a little bit yeah of course Poot and I are both uh the short guys on the team yeah so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> we uh we get a lot of crap for that but um yeah. which is kind of funny and uh, we kind of look kind of look like brothers so yeah but we we give each other advice um we always go to the range and take videos of each other mm-hmm. yeah uh, swing videos and analyze them try to see how we can make it better um short game we obviously chip together mm-hmm. go to we have a little part three course that we go to um kalina park oh yeah uh-huh yeah we always play we always play there um it's good good place to see how your wedge game is holding up good. um obviously we play a lot so and we just we just feed off each other and make each other better for sure Awesome. That, that's, that's so nice. And I know uh, we've said multiple times that your team is very competitive, but to have a guy, a standout guy kind of like that on the team, that's just only going to make your team better. Like you said. So um, that, that's awesome that he's, yeah, he's on a hard team. worker. He's a hard worker and you just want to keep up with that at least. Yeah, it's a little gauge on how, how hard you should work. Awesome, man. That's so glad. I'm so happy for you guys. Um, so you had said that you're going to take the extra year and stuff. Do you have any plans after college? What does it look like for you? Are you going to play pro golf? Are you going to give that a go? I mean, what are your idea? What's your plan for that? Yeah, definitely planning to give pro golf a go. Um, I have no idea where I'm going to try to play. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try to play anywhere I can. Um, yeah. My brother plays on the Japan tour currently. Nice. So Japan's an option too. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm open to playing anywhere yeah uh, hopefully i can just make a living out of it yeah and that it's really nice that your brother is kind of into that you know into the pro golf and everything and not only in america but in, on the japan tour i think that would be so fun to go play on a tour you know in either in europe on the challenge tour or whether you go to japan or whatever that's just that'd be so fun and just see a different di- what different golf courses are like in different countries yeah obviously the ultimate goal is to play on the pj tour but mm-hmm. there's yeah. a bunch of different routes people take um mm-hmm. there's no one route you can take to the pj tour so of course um, i'm open to everything yeah man i wish you nothing but the best for that and um i'm okay. sure if you'll get that extra year in and stuff um it's just only going to make you a better player so um i got just a couple for fun questions here for you since you played at high levels your in your entire golf career you won back-to-back uh, conference championship with your high school team you played in the u.s junior amateur won a couple toyota tour cups how have those experiences in your amateur and junior career kind of translated to playing at SDSU? Yeah, I mean, each little experience you have gives you 
more to work with later on. So mm-hmm. yeah, um, every little experience helps you out. Been playing in wind, playing in rain, playing in, mm-hmm. yeah. or even uh, gauging like how much a putt breaks or something like something little like that. You take a lot, uh, and how you play under pressure is the more times you play under pressure, the more times you're gonna play better and under, under pressure. So that's how I kind of go about it. Yeah. I, I think that's, that's like you're saying, you're kind of getting in those pressure situations and just being able. So whenever you get in those situations, again, you're able to perform and you, it's not going to feel as you don't feel as much pressure or nerves whenever you're in that moment. So, yeah, I guess you never not get nervous, but mm-hmm. yeah, that's um, true. You learn how to control it better, I guess. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. That's a great way to put it. You had talked briefly just on the team chemistry of what it's like uh, this year and stuff. Um, kind of elaborate more on that a little bit. How well do you guys mesh together? Do you guys have any funny stories that have happened that brought you guys together? Kind of talk about that a little bit. Well, I live in a house, like I said, with five other guys on the team. Mm-hmm. So we're always together, especially with, with the pandemic. Uh, we're kind of locked in together. Yeah. So we play... We play games, card games. Uh, we have a pool table at home nice. that we play on. So it's obviously, it's always a good time and we always bond. And the fun thing about our, our house is that um, I'm Japanese, mm-hmm. who it's Thailand, from Thailand and Yosef's famous from Morocco, Amadeo's from Italy, Callum's from Scotland. So yeah, you guys are from North Carolina. So like it, it, a bunch of diversity and a bunch of different points of views and yeah, it's always fun. No kidding. Yeah. That's, and, and I bet whenever you guys play pool or just play some little games and stuff, I mean, I bet it's just nothing but just a great time, huh? Yeah. And it gets competitive, obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah. Competing talk, on and talk, off the course. Yeah. Talk about that a little bit. I mean, do you guys get pretty serious when it comes to pool or the card games or anything? Oh yeah. No one wants to lose. Yeah. No one wants to lose. <laughs> oh, yeah. Of course. Yeah. That's awesome. Man. That's, that's really fun. And being in a house and everything like that. And that's just so awesome. You ha- you're in San Diego, you got everything you could ask for around you. And um, that's just a great time. Those gotta be some of the best years of your life right there. Yeah, we do. We do almost everything together. Play golf, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, go on hikes, be- go to the beach um, whenever we can. So yeah. It's never boring here. Yeah, good, man. That's that's awesome. If you had to explain what the SDSU program is all about, what would you say in kind of a phrase or a couple words? Kind of what would you say? Like I've mentioned before. And uh, so I guess like we're kind of gritty mm-hmm. in, that, in a respect. Yeah. Yeah. And like you said, your coach had said, you know, why not us going into that Southwestern Invitational? Um, you guys going to kind of carry that mentality the rest of the, uh, the rest of the season you think, or. Yeah, definitely. Um, I also want to mention that like, we don't, we might not have like the big star college golf star, you know, mm-hmm. but we all, we have 14 solid players on the team and we're all going to feed off each other. So it's going to, it's going to be competitive. And I think, we can compete with anyone in the country. Yeah. And you guys are going to have so much depth. I mean, that's kind of what makes a team really good and stuff. Um, I believe you guys have that. Would you say? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. We can compete with anyone and we can interchange anyone mm-hmm. um, and be totally fine. So even throw you guys just in any conditions. Cause it kind of seemed like you guys got a lot of, a lot of different conditions in yeah. that tournament that you guys yeah, played in. It was, uh... It was obviously that's another confidence booster. Like you, 
even mm-hmm. if it's kind of inclement weather, you, you can uh, produce a good score. Mm-hmm. And even if you're from San Diego, like, you know, some guys go, go off to different states to experience wind. Mm-hmm. Um, and to know that going to San Diego State, you can still compete in wind and win. Yeah. A booster confidence for sure. Definitely. Um, so you kind of got, you guys got off to a good start. You guys are feeling good with the team and everything. Do you feel like this year is going to be a special one for you guys? Do you feel like you guys are going to take it pretty far? If the first tournament's any inclination of the future, then yeah, I feel like mm-hmm. it's going to be special. Um, uh, we we're riding a high right now and yeah, the sky's the limit, I think. Yeah, definitely. And just enjoy it, man. I mean, just go with the flow, ride with it, man. And just, continue to go out there and just beat up on some really good teams, man. I, I'll, I'll definitely keep track of all you guys and stuff. It's really fun watching you guys. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, no problem. So heading to the last question for, for you here, who has inspired you to be the golfer slash person you are today? Man, um, I'm sure there's a lot of, there's a lot of different people that have been involved in your kind of golf career and everything, but if you could kind of set it on, um, one yeah. person or a couple people who would that be yeah a couple people uh, obviously my dad he's golf nut um, mm-hmm. my brother he's obviously a really good player played in college plays professionally now mm-hmm. so i seen how he works hard and and i like he showed me what it takes to be at that professional level and make money doing so so yeah i would say my dad and my brother for sure top two Awesome, man. Yeah. And that's once again, your dad, he's, you know, I'm sure he's there to support you no matter what. I'm sure um, even your brother is as well. And that your brother's kind of doing what things that you look forward to doing. It doesn't get any better than that. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's fun when the fam gets back together and we get to play a little bit of golf. Oh, I bet that's a great time. Oh yeah. I, I feel like I can beat both of them at any time. So there you go, man. You're just, you're just, you're ready to go. You're ready to go. Yeah. And I know my brother doesn't want to lose to me ever. So (laughs) whenever I beat him, it's a great feeling. Yeah. Good, man. Awesome. Well, um, that'll wrap up this week's episode of scrambling with Donato with Steve Sugimoto. Steve, thank you so much for coming on, man. Like I said, I wish you guys nothing but the best and I'll be keeping track of your guys' scores and everything. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure. Um, I had a lot of fun. Yeah. Thanks, man. Awesome. Well, have a good one. Hey, everyone. Thanks again for listening to this week's episode of Scrambling with Dylan Otto. Just want to let you guys know I create an Instagram for the podcast called Scrambling Podcast. You can head over there, follow for updates on the episodes, as well as material that I'll be talking about in the episodes, like videos or photos. So you can check them out there and get a little more insight on the episodes. Thanks again for listening and have a good one.